Hi, I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns, and today we have John Burgess, and he just wrote this book called The Gift of Love. And of course, I love all things having to do with love. I'm super grateful to have him on the show, and I hope you guys enjoy it as well. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns, and you're listening to Grateful Heart. I started the show to help educate my clients on the real estate market, and it's evolved into so much more. I found that I love talking to people and I love learning new things. While our expertise is still on the health of the housing market, we want to focus on the health and the well-being of our listeners as well. More specifically, where we reside in our hearts, in our minds, and in our homes. The biggest purchase in our life just isn't a house. It's where we raise our children, start a new business, pray for our loved ones, and follow our dreams. It's even where we listen to our favorite podcast. When we are successful at home, everything else just falls into place, and we are so grateful for that. Home is where the grateful heart is. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Grateful Heart TV. And today on Zoom, my guest is John Burgess coming to me from John. Are you there? Where are you yes. in this world, by the way? Are Austin, you in Texas? Austin, Texas. You're in Austin, Texas, but you're originally from Arkansas, which I just learned right before we went on to start the show. N now, is that where you met my friend Brandy? Was it in Arkansas or was it in Austin? Don't know. You don't even remember after all these years. Well, she sure had a lot of great things to say about you. And the reason why I'm asked you to be on our show today is because you do all things spiritual. And my show is about healing people. So, you know, whether it's financial, real estate, physical, mental, and spiritual. And you've got a great book that you're looking to get published. And I cannot wait to talk about your book. But before we get to your book, John, I would love to know a little bit about you and your background. Uh, I asked you if that's where you met Brandy. You don't even remember where you met Brandy, but I know she's a big fan of yours. Well, so um, in addition to all the stuff that Brandy told you about, mm -hmm. um, I am the director of a program here in Austin called the Community Healing Circle. Oh, that's so cool. What and what this is, is it's been a year-round fundraiser for local charities. And what we do is we, I recruit wellness practitioners, different modalities, once a month. Mm -hmm. We set up everything in a yoga studio for three hours. We offer services to the community for a small donation. Brandy, several years ago, was my co-director for several months. Oh, I didn't then, know that about her. And then, then family kind of impacted on her life. Mm -hmm. And she got very busy as then a single mom and then get got married. Right. And um, so you guys Brandy's one of my favorite back. people on the planet. And her husband, David, has designed a kick butt website for my book, by the way. Oh, um, awesome. I didn't know David did your website for your book. We're going to be showcasing that here in just a couple of minutes. Sure. Um, so, yeah, I knew you guys went way back. I had no idea how far back. Yeah. Now, are you the one that she learned her shamanic training from then? No, um, there's a there's an organization here called the Shamanic Community of Austin. Okay. And one of the, the main uh, creators of that is a guy named Gary Stern, uh, who she did a lot of work with. Got it. Okay, very good. So you have charitable work, and, and do you find that a lot of people come in for those services, great, grateful that they got the opportunity? You know, it's really... <laughs> You know, as everything with events in Austin, I don't know how well you know Austin. Austin is a very event rich town mm -hmm. and it's not there's never a lack of anything to do in Austin. Uh, the, the challenge is getting people to commit and come out. Um, but because of what we do, you know, we're, we're offering for a small donation. 
a little miniature session with somebody who may be a trained acupuncturist, chiropractor or whatever, you know, for $25, $35 donation, they're getting 85 to hundred dollar. That is work. super cool. My niece lives in Austin. If she wanted to participate with this, how would she find out about it? Just send her my email. Okay. So we'll make sure when we're done today, everybody can get a hold of John through your email. Sure. And also, sure. I know you gave us your cell phone number as well. And I don't know if you just prefer email. And, and if so, that's what we'll make sure people uh, get. Email or text first. Okay. okay. You know? yeah. uh, as, as you may well know, um, we get a ton of unsolicited calls all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so for sure. I'd rather know who it is. If they could just link their connection with you so I, I okay. recognize the flow. Sure, sure, sure. I'll ask Maddie to do that if she's interested. I know last time I visited Austin, I ended up taking her to that Nature's Treasures so she could have a reading because she really wanted to have a reading. And in my last uh, episode that we just shot right before yours, the gentleman that I interviewed was a psychic healer reader and also did Reiki. And I noticed you do a lot of Reiki. I actually want to switch real quick over to um, the images that you sent us. There's one right there of you touching a gentleman, performing Reiki on him. And the Reiki I've had in the years past, I don't think I ever get touched. So is that a different form of Reiki? Is there many forms of Reiki uh, or is just everybody's just different how they part, how they practice it? time for me to, to go into. Um, that gentleman was one of the people who helps me out. He's a volunteer. Uh, so we have a little, little closer kind of connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been a Reiki master for 30, over 30 years. Wow. And it doesn't have to be physical contact. But in addition to the Reiki, I've also I learned a form of meridian energy balancing that does involve some physical contact. So, okay. um, is is that part of the transcendental that I can't like no, properly say? No, it's totally separate. Okay. Tran- transcendental meditation is just my it's my daily meditation practice. Okay. Which I've been doing for more years than I want to put down here. Uh, <laughs> I can relate. It's, it's been over forty years. Okay. Um, but um, I learned that Meridian system from a woman who basically received it in spirit. Okay. It was downloaded to her back in the late 80s. Mm-hmm. And um, I discovered a deep connection with it. So there's ways that I, it's a separate modality, but there's ways that I can integrate some of the elements into a Reiki session, which I've found very helpful to, um, when, I get, when somebody comes off the table, sometimes they can look a little spacey and I don't want to turn them loose in traffic mm-hmm. before I feel like they're grounded. So there's some things that I can do to help ground them instantly. What can somebody uh, uh, look to experience if they came in with you for a Reiki session? And is it typically a, a spiritual experience, an emotional experience, a physical experience? Or is, is it just atypical and it's different for everyone? It's different for everybody. Okay. I mean, you know, I've... Um, I guess uh, this is kind of a long story. Actually, Brandy was there with this. No, she wasn't. I was thinking. Um, Brandy's always there. I've had the fortune to work on um, a couple of people that were autistic. Okay. And, you know, Reiki is basically just an energy system. Mm-hmm. And uh, one thing I like about it, it in- works independent of your ego, uh, which is really important. <laughs> um, I mean, I have the intention to be of the utmost service to somebody, uh-huh. but um, I basically just set set up a connect energetic connection with somebody. There are hand positions on the on the head and on the body, but I don't have to touch the body because 
what's in the energy field is in the body, what's in the body is in the energy field. And, um, you know, I'll listen to somebody's story at the beginning, but then I'll ask the body because the body never lies. Mm-hmm. You know, That's really the cool. intellect has intellect has one language. The emotional body has another language. The ego has another language. But the body is either A or B. There's no gray area with the body. So it, it never lies. where did you learn this practice that you now practice, you know, for the last some odd years, you know, 35 uh, years? I learned it in little community of Fairfield, Iowa, Okay. where I was for 20 years, where um, it's a TM-centered community. There are over 3,000 people there that practice meditation. And um, I learned it from some people that in the community that were Reiki practitioners. When you say TM, what does that mean for those that may not be familiar? Here's some dental meditation. It's a um, silent mantra-based meditation that... Um, Generally, the technique is 20 minutes twice a day, and it produces minimally a tremendous amount of stress release. Mm-hmm. However, there's a lot of magic that can happen once you get into what some people call still point. If you talk to craniosacral therapists, they always talk about still point, and that's a place of your awareness where you're basically settled so much that there basically is no thought. I've heard- when you get to that when you get to that level of peace mm-hmm. and tranquility, then a lot of magic can happen. That's when a lot of deeper stored stress can just evaporate. Mm-hmm. And what Oof. one of the gifts of long-term practice of TM is we don't just lose that once we come out into wake, waking state. Um, the 20 minutes of deep immersion into that bliss and silence and tranquility, mm-hmm. we bring a little bit of that back out into activity, which then serves as a cushion against day-to-day stresses. I and love that. Time, I'm sorry. I said, I love hearing that because I, I can think yeah. of somebody in particular who's recently started meditating and he shared that um, he doesn't get upset like he used to as a result right. of so, meditating. Over, over time, what can happen is more and more of that inner peace becomes saturated into your daily life. And so you kind of walk around like a bliss nitty sometimes. Yeah. Which is not bad. No, it's a great way to walk around, is it not? I mean, I don't know. I personally so, love feeling that way. One thing I wanted to share with you, and this is kind of a little bit of an excerpt from uh, in the book. Um, you know, most of the people that you and I both know are walking around with an addiction to these things. Oh, yeah. And uh, in fact, so much so that... I'll, I'll ask everybody and you the leading question. What's the longest time you've gone without looking or touching your cell phone? Oh, gosh. Um, it would probably just be while I'm sleeping um, because most of the right. time I go to bed yeah. looking at it. And the very first thing I do in the morning is I wake up and grab it. So unless I'm on a plane with no Wi-Fi service, probably sleeping is the longest I'll go. Right. And so most people now are basically externally distracted their awareness is outside Mm -hmm. either driving doing whatever on social media cell phone or whatever and that's all that's just the nature of our society right now right however the impact on the deeper level that's had is it doesn't allow our minds to settle down to a more sublime level where we can entertain more nuanced subtle thought and that's where the magic lies that's really cool 
I, it reminds me, listening to you, it reminds me a lot of what I've learned from Dr. Joe Dispenza. I'm assuming you know who he is. I think most people do. And, you know, a lot of his meditations are talking about go nowhere, be no one, because you're trying to get into that same. I think he right. refers to it as, I think, gamma rays or, you know, the other um, you probably can explain it way better than I can of where you are mentally. And mm -hmm. then that's where you can tap in and you really do the healing work that so many of us need to be doing and don't even know the first thing of it. Um, and, you know, I want to talk about your book. But before we get there, John, out of curiosity, was there a moment in your life where you just had a great awakening, you know, or how did you land into the spiritual world for, for, you know, your livelihood in your business? Oh boy. Well, so, um, I was raised a Catholic oh, um, boy. and, you know, in my youth, I was actually in a seminary for about a year Okay. thinking I was going to become a priest, but then that just, it didn't, didn't work out. And, um, I got drafted and actually wound up joining the Navy. I went to Vietnam. Oh, wow. In Vietnam for, for, a cycle of time and um thank you before then i just before i went overseas i learned about meditation and i didn't start then but i, I waited until i got back because i at that time i didn't think that i was going to be able to find a way to meditate time. while you're in nom yeah understandably yeah, so the ship, yeah um but ever since then it has basically i literally said saved my butt many times in many ways so um, once I started meditating, I discovered that deep, deep, deep well of inner peace that I didn't realize I had been seeking for for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I, at that point, I just made that made a commitment to myself that was my program for life. That's so and cool. It has paid off so many times in so many different ways I can't even describe. Well, take hours to describe well and I, and I know it led you to you know fast forward a few decades and you wrote this beautiful book which i plan to download as soon as our show is over i wish i'd made the time to download it before we had the show but it was about archangel michael so obviously our angels speak to you and you know with that said i'm gonna take a quick commercial break i'll be right back to finish that thought sure. If you're looking for a mortgage, you need a personalized plan, not a click button get mortgage option. My team and I have saved families thousands by proactively planning their home purchase or a refinance. Buying a home is a huge decision and it deserves a strategic approach. My team and I provide a comprehensive mortgage plan, including a complete credit analysis outlining the steps needed to improve your credit score and help you qualify for the best rates and terms in the market. Visit us at tkteam.us today. We'll ensure you get the best guidance so you can make the best decisions. The TK Team, moving you forward. Hi, I'm Rebecca Hidalgo Reigns with Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and I've been selling homes here in the Valley for over a quarter of a century. I want to say that experience truly matters. So when you're looking for a realtor to help you either buy or sell your biggest purchase of your life, I hope you'll consider using me. My experience doesn't matter near as much as my clients. So I do dare you to Google me and I promise you'll see nothing but fantastic reviews because I really do truly care to help navigate you and your family to the very best experience you'll ever have with buying a home. Have you been thinking about buying a new house or refinancing your existing mortgage? Interest rates are still around historically low levels. Why pay a higher rate when you don't have to? Call Joe Smith, me, at Epic Mortgage LLC, 602 741 
888-400-4121 for a free mortgage quote or pre-qualification. Epic Mortgage LLC is a locally owned, independent mortgage brokerage that provides low-cost options for its customers. Independently owned means low overhead, so you get the best rates, fees, and service. Keep more of your money. Brokers are better. Realtor recommended for over 20 years. Contact me, Joe Smith, at Epic Mortgage today, 602-741-4121. Whether purchasing a home or refinancing, we know you have choices when it comes to choosing a title company. Navi Title Agency is the leading source for all title, escrow, and marketing needs. With access to the largest title insurance underwriter, Navi Title facilitates successful closings and protects clients from fraud, creating solutions that save time and money for everyone. Ask your realtor or loan officer today about using Navi Title on your next real estate transaction. Navi Title Agency is locally owned and operated in the state of Arizona. Okay, guys, we're back from commercial break. I hope you enjoyed that. And you know what I was asking right before we went to break? about John and Archangel Michael, because I love Archangel Michael. I actually have a sticker by my garage door and I've had it on there for years asking him to protect us. And I don't know if if that leads back to your Catholic background, but I know a lot of Catholics believe in a lot of saints and angels. And I don't know if that's where I first heard of him, but I adore him and I know that's what your book's about. So let's talk about him. Oh boy, okay, so... um... What comes to mind with Archangel Michael? What's the name of your book? A gift of love, comma, transformational messages about life from Archangel Michael. So basically what happened, I'll, I'll back up and answer some of your questions here in just a minute. So what happened was, so for years, uh, as a result of my learning Reiki and a couple other modalities that I work with, I, um, I started doing this process of a little prayer work and affirmations every day. Mm-hmm. And part of that cycle is I'm always calling on what I call my God squad, which is Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Raphael, and Archangel Uriel. And then a couple others from time to time. Mm-hmm. And for years and years, I thought I was active with that process. And then one night I learned, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I huh. was walking out of a grocery store late one night, and I felt this presence behind me. I thought, well, not the first time this has happened. Doesn't feel negative. I'm going to my car. Right. Kept walking. Kept kept getting stronger. And at one point, it felt like somebody was going to collide into me. I was actually getting a little agitated. I turned around the second time. Nobody there. And I thought, okay, something's up. And then about that time, I felt this really beautiful, warm energy in my back, and it went it infused into my heart, and I teared up. I recognized the energy. I just didn't know who or what. And about that time, I felt this very, very light fabric go around my shoulders, down my arms, but it didn't stop here. It went further beyond where a shirt cuff was. Okay. I looked down. I didn't see with these eyes, but I saw here feathers. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. And I, I, I almost fell over backwards. And I felt this invisible hand push me in the middle of my back up. And then the messages started. And for, for an hour... I sat in my car, wrote and cried for an hour. Oh, wow. He said, how could you doubt that I wasn't there for you? And he went through a series of about eight to ten events in my life that were very challenging, if not life-threatening. One of those being a uh, incident driving in South Austin in the wintertime, and I hit a patch of black ice. 
and um, black ice, if you hit it at any kind of speed, it can create a spin. So my vehicle spun 360 degrees on the road, and I lived in Iowa for 20 years, so I know how to drive in snow and ice, so I just took my foot off the accelerator, took my hands off the wheel, just let the vehicle do its thing. And at one point, I just flashed in the rearview mirror, I saw a bright light, and I thought, well, gosh, I'm afraid this guy's going to hit me. I came out of the spin, nothing had happened. There actually wasn't anybody back there. Aha. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's odd. Um, and then, so I just kind of thought, well, that's kind of cool. But I felt, I did feel this energy in the vehicle. A few weeks later, then I had this experience. And I, at first, I didn't know who it was. I just felt this really high vibration energy. And he said, who do you think got you out of that spin? Who do you think that was? And then, um, a few weeks later, I'm at a spiritual event in Austin, mm-hmm. a bunch of people that I knew, some healers, and a lady friend of mine walk up. Lady friend of mine walked up to me and said, "Hey, I've got a message for you from Michael." And a very good friend of ours, Michael, was over in the corner. So he's right over there. I'll go talk to him. She said, "No, no John, not that Michael." Not that Michael. <laughs> Michael with feathers. I said, "Well, I hadn't told anybody oh, about it." I said, Are you kidding so me? she, she knew said, about yeah. the feathers. I love it. So we sat down and talked, and mm-hmm. she shared back almost every single word phrase for phrase that came through that first night. I said, oh my goodness, I guess this is real. She said, yeah. She said, you know, these messages aren't necessarily just for you. They're for for everybody. And you could write a book about it if you wanted. And I said, oh, okay. And I already had saved 20 of the transmissions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what kind of started the, the book. The book, okay, I got it. You know, one thing that that I saw and I don't know if it was on your website. It must have been. Let me share it with you because I thought this was really interesting to me was the attitude of gratitude you wrote. And it was just recently, last month, an attitude of gratitude will have a far greater reach than any material expenditure or investment in any marketplace. And I'm assuming this was all channeled information from Archangel Michael that you channeled, right, John? Yeah. Now, I want to just kind of parenthesize the word channeling. Oh, please because do. A lot of people- a lot of people have this concept that channeling is you close your eyes and go into a trance state and and I don't and you give over some of your consciousness. Right. I call these downloads into my heart because I don't go into trance. Mm-hmm. My eyes are open. I'm fully conscious when this stuff is happening. So it's not channeled. I receive it in here. And it's really difficult to verbally, especially with English, to try to describe what that's like. But there's a sensation and uh or an emotion and the best way to give expression to it are are certain word or phrase will closely match that energy Mm -hmm. that's the best i can describe it still not very clear but that's that's what (laughs) well with channeling i think the way i i've understood it is really that you're receiving message and maybe each of us receive it a little bit differently. You know, you may, you may hear it with your ears in an audible form. I think if you're, you know, whatever that clear is. And um, like you messaged or you said it was, you just felt it in your heart. So you knew what the message was. You know, of course I gravitated to your attitude of gratitude. I actually wrote a article like probably 20 years ago in my earlier career, literally titled Attitude of Gratitude. So my eye went right there. Hmm. And of course, my, my podcast is called Grateful Heart. And I have Michael cool. all over my house as well. So, you know, when I heard about your book from Brandy, I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to meet John and talk more about Archangel Michael, because that's one topic I haven't covered in all of my episodes of healing and different modalities is the um, 
guidance we receive from our angels if we listen. And I, and I think it's fascinating that you started with a Catholic background. A lot of people, for some reason, I don't know if, if we choose to go into that. I have, I've been married to two Catholics, the current husband and the past been. Um, you know, maybe gravitate towards that or that background lends you to maybe believing a little bit easier. I don't know, but I'd love to know more about why Michael and the book, and obviously he came to you, you didn't choose him or did you? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because, um, so I'll just share this with you. So that first night and the first messages, uh, and the first initial thing he said, when you're when most people are born in a human body, mm -hmm. they don't remember who they are, where they came from, what they're connected to, and what you're capable of. Our purpose, one of our purposes, is to help you find your way back. Help you remember. And so, um, did I ask for it? I didn't think I did. But you know, at one point, what I the other thing he told me was, he said. I want you to think of me as no longer separate from you, but merged with you. Hmm. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. And I felt it. And then at some point later on, a year or so later, I heard, this is for your life. This I will always be life. here. That's and there are, there, are, there are times that, you know, I'm feeling connected. Sometimes I'm not feeling connected. And sometimes I would, I was thinking, gosh, have I lost my connection with grace? And I would just hear inside, I've not gone anywhere. Where did you go? <laughs> That's and said, awesome. Oh. And, and I, this has been the saga that um, the when I when I receive a message, mm -hmm. there's a tremendous amount of deep love, but it can be very, very direct. Direct and, um, in the I, sense I, I towards you specific message or just direct like just, loud to you? It, well, oftentimes to me, mm -hmm. I get called to my stuff all the time. I, I call him Mr. Accountability. <laughs> I mean, I can't slide on anything. Um, but then I'm very grateful because I realized later that, oh, I was stuck on something and I needed to snap out of it. You know, like I get a lot of my messages when I'm driving into town, which is a 25 minute drive. Mm -hmm. And a couple of times I would be really wrapped mentally around something or other, emotionally around something or other. And I would just hear one word. Really? Really? Thought, that was your oh, word? That was the word that came to me. And I thought, oh boy, okay, I just got called. And, and he said one time, he says, do you always believe what's in your mind? Hmm. That's and I interesting. Thought, well, uh, not necessarily. <laughs> um, but when I would, would reflect on what was going on, mm -hmm. a little deeper perspective, I realized I was off, I was off the mark. And that's where the really came from was just to kind of snap you back into it. So let's talk exactly. a little bit more about your book. I want to bring it up. Um, so attitude of gratitude. I love that. And, you know, I got on, I went on your website and I love your website and it talks about your history, John. Um, what I noticed about your book is, and I want you to share this so people can go there and do this for you. If I download the digital copy of it, does that go towards the amount you're looking to raise with your crowdfunding? So that you can properly uh, so, publish, yeah, publish so the, it. Um, on the, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Um, we're using Indiegogo mm -hmm. as the crowdfunding vehicle, mm -hmm. and there should be a link on the website for that. There is, yeah, there absolutely is. Just click on that, and it go, should go to the go to the page, and um, yeah, that's that's the portal. Should be it. Yep. 
it's loading up right there. There you go. So if somebody, so if they order the $35 digital copy, does that go towards your 30,000 yes. that you're looking to raise? That's awesome because yeah. I wanted yeah. to make sure that I did it the right way and I clicked where it would help the cause, which is you want to publish this the right way, not self-publish like so many people do. Like I can't tell you, John, how many people I've interviewed have written books and it, they self-publish through Amazon. I mean, there's just a whole different world today in publishing, but you want to do it the right way and, and help us understand what that is so that people can get behind the cause. So um, first of all, even though I've edited the book till I'm blue in the face, <laughs> I know I know that it needs a professional comprehensive edit. And I found this publisher that I like, and um, she has a professional editor that she works with, mm -hmm. who used to, he's an award-winning writer, he used to write for Washington Post, and I really like him, we've already had the communication, he already has a PDF copy of my book, he's already read it, and he told me that I can take it from being really, really good to exceptional, mm. and that's what I need, because I know that um, I'm going to have to sacrifice a few things. But the other aspect is self-publishing is great. It gives you a sense of kind of immediate gratification. Sure. But oftentimes when people self-publish, maybe a handful of people see the book and that's it. Right. And this, this one wants legs. And in, in fact, early on, Michael said, well, you ought to publish it in Spanish first. And, and is because, that just because he speaks to more Spanish people or why do you think? No, because what I realized, and I've done some... I spent some, doing some traveling in Central America and Mexico mm -hmm. and, and gone to a couple of seminars down there. And to be quite honest with you, they're way more open emotionally and spiritually than that most makes Americans. Sense. Well, you know, and that's one thing about my show that I'm really, you know, honing in on the fact that, you know, while I'm a real estate professional, I'm still human. And I, while I'm good at business, I still am learning like, and evolving, at, you know, with my own humanity to try to be a better person and helping others and healing and growing and loving and forgiving and all of the above. And for some reason, there's a stigma to spiritualism here in the United States where people think it's woo-woo or crazy or they don't believe it. And, you know, I've had so many gifts given to me as a result of these wonderful, beautiful modalities from Reiki to, you know, psychic readings to you name it, um, meditation and group guided meditation. And I've really gotten into doing yoga and there's like, my life is so different today than it was even five, six years ago. And one person mm -hmm. said to me recently, once you wake up, there's no going back, you know, and, and unfortunately, oh, over. I'm sorry, can't go back. There's no going back to being like, not ignorant, but just not being aware of what's out there to help you heal. And for some reason here in the U.S., I do agree with you. It's very different. I'm Hispanic myself, was born in Mexico. I haven't gotten to spend near as much time down there as I would like. But that said, it does feel like um, maybe it's more our indigenous communities, you know, in, in, in Central South America and in Mexico, there's just a little bit more closeness to that uh, than what mm -hmm. you hear, what you experience here. Because I know a lot of your training was with shamanic training. Um, you know, Brandy had asked me and, and, or mentioned to me about your Ayurvedic, and I please correct me if I didn't say that right, uh, architecture training, because I think that's fascinating being in the home building business. I mean, there's crossover in many different modalities into mainstream. We just don't realize it. So when you talk about architecture with Ayurvedic, explain that to me, if you don't mind, before we you have to time sure, off. Sure. In the world of the Vedas, Ayurveda is 
the aspect of the Vedas that deal with health. Mm-hmm. Um, also, surprisingly, there can be subcategories. Like one aspect is Vedic astrology, uh, which is called Jyotish astrology. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit different than Western astrology. Um, I love Western astrology, but when I want to find out a lot more details, intimate details about my spiritual life and what possible trends are going to be affecting me for the coming year, I will go to Vedic astrology before I'll go to Western astrology. So is that the same as the uh, Eastern Chinese astrology or is that just different as well? It's different. Okay. It's different. So there's many different astrologies out there. I had no idea. Okay. But it's been around for thousands of years Mm -hmm. and and, um, Western, some astrologers may argue this point, but from my understanding, Western astrology borrows most of its origin from the Eastern. Okay. So it's, they're, they're relatives. They're related yeah, a little they're bit. Cousins, they're cousins. Okay, they're cousins. So anyway, so um, the, the Vedic astrology, Vedic architecture, or it's either called Vastu, V-A-S-T-U, mm-hmm. or another tongue twister is called Stapathya Veda. And what, what this amounts to is it's really truly building in accordance with the laws of nature. Okay. So if you're going to go... You want to say you and your husband, you want to build a home. Mm-hmm. You go to a traditional architecture, architect and he'll start asking you questions. Right. What do you want to do about the kitchen? What do you want to do about the living room? Mm-hmm. What kind of colors do you want here? He talks about parts. And eventually, the assembly of the parts creates the wholeness. Right. Which will be your eventual home. You go to a Vedic architect. First thing he does, he asks you for your birth chart. <laughs> okay. He asks you for your pleasure. Just based it. on your astrology. So what they do is... There's a mathematical process. They create a, a master grid mm-hmm. of 82 squares. So it's always the same number of squares for each person. What changes are the proportions based on the numbers in your birth chart. Okay. And so um, it tracks the movement of the sun throughout the day. Because believe it or not, we have a natural GPS in our brain, yep. in our pineal gland, that tracks the movement of the sun. And so... You always want each entrance to be toward the east, mm-hmm. and um, where the digestive fires are the, the hottest, that's where you want your kitchen or your dining room. And where you're the most settled, that's where you want your either your meditation room or your bedroom. Okay. So that's the general 25 words or less about it. Of what it is. But, okay. Yeah. Where did you learn so, it? Well, um, I was in this meditation community for 20 years. Yeah. And... Um, some I was already in the custom woodworking and remodeling industry, mm-hmm. and um, some friends of mine who are also builders uh, got inspired to do off the grid homes, oh. green building homes huh. using sustainable materials. I'm kind of interested in that. I can see why Brandy wanted me to get with you. That makes sense. <laughs> and we we there just happened to be an architect in the community who's from India, mm-hmm. who was 25, 30 year trained as a Vastu architect. Wow. So we all, all formed a, we formed a, an alliance, we formed a business uh-huh. partnership, and we build, built several homes. Oh my gosh, Hawaii. I would love to learn more about the homes that you're building. No, I mean, I'm being very serious. Now it all kind of honed in at the end of our show, why Brandy said to get you on the show. I'm in the middle of creating Alohatopia, which 
is green, so sustainable homes off the grid living as much Ooh, as we can tough. create. And I, where, are you, where are you located? We're in Arizona, but we're talking about bringing it out to Arkansas and to Austin. So, oh. you know, when I come out to Austin next, I might have to come find you and check out some of the homes you, to, you built. You go to Arkansas, just lasso me and take me with you. Okay, I'll <laughs> lasso you in and take you with me. We're just in Bentonville looking at affordable housing. You know, the real estate market has gotten really crazy since COVID and, you know, people are waking up finding they can't afford homes anymore between the interest rates and just the cost of houses so you know my, my desire and this is also another reason why brandy suggested to speak with you is i want to incorporate crystals into the build of our homes and she said that you used to um, be a gemologist and i think maybe owned a, a jewelry store or ran a, a gem no, store I, 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 work, I work in a jewelry store we sold, sold wedding jewelry and diamonds for 13 oh, years okay so not necessarily gems but gems I mean, uh, different type no, of gem. I, I work with crystals all the time I, in fact i always put a crystal grid around my home ah so did you guys incorporate it with the homes that you built out there already no it wasn't necessary because of the way you d designed your grid yep all right well, i got a thing or two i need to learn from you but before i let you go <laughs> if somebody grabs your book what could they expect to hear from it was it mainly just the channelings you received from Archangel Michael that you know might help improve their life, or what? 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 Are, what could somebody expect? Combination. So, the way I did this, and it, it may get modified a little bit the way that the format flows, but um, there would be a download. Okay. And it was certain subject matter. So there would be the statement that I received from from Michael, and then I would unpack it. Okay. I would go into a little bit and uh i mean subjects range from all kinds of things mm -hmm. to from discrimination to homelessness to suicide to all kinds of stuff okay i mean i, I wasn't really thinking about writing a chapter about suicide or homelessness but you did it got it got, it got foisted on me well, there's a lot of people I know and love that unfortunately have suffered from drug addiction and homelessness and, and all of that. So obviously people need to hear his messages. And sure, what I'm going to sure. do for anybody who watches the show, if they mention Grateful Heart or reach out to us, we're going to get them at least a digital copy. I'll do that for two of our listeners. So the first two that listen to our show and want a copy, I'm happy to get them a copy and I plan to get one myself and help you Please. get a little bit closer to getting it professionally edited and published because obviously this is a message you want the world to hear about and self-publishing. I can understand why you would decide not to go that route just because you want to make sure the masses get it. There's a lot of messages and beauty. Plus I mean, I just, I was sold on just your attitude of gratitude that I read that you shared on your blog post, which was just, of course, resonated for me. Sure, sure. And that's, you know, basically kind of bottom line, sort of to answer your question is, um, it's an invitation to really go inside of our hearts and see how we can possibly investigate exploring what, what we call, what I call the inner heart mm -hmm. or the spiritual high heart, mm -hmm. which it is part of our physical heart, but it's even Bigger. a deeper, deeper vibration. Right. It kind of attracts us from lifetime to lifetime, but it's the really true essence of who we really are. And I dare say probably 95% of us are walking around with protection due to trauma or whatever. 
keep our heart and, closed instead of open. Yeah, and we don't feel safe. Right. Because most of us, who's there to who's there to catch us? You know, and to find out that hey, we've got some allies that we may have considered. Your angel dream team, and you're not the only one that has them. They, I'm, I'm assuming, follow everybody around. Do they not? Absolutely. And, and I was told many times, we're right here. All you have to do is ask. Mm, I love that. Now, it, it may not be direct. You may not see it, hear it, or feel it, but it doesn't mean that the message wasn't received. And it may unfold in just a natural, spontaneous way, or it may be more direct. You know, it just, it's so individual. It's really based on you and the whole way that you, you know, were formed and, and what, what kind of cultured you up to the point of where you are right now. Well, I'm excited to read it and listen to it because I know I got to hear some audible clicks, clips that we will be sharing on our show outtakes as well. And John, okay. I wish you the best of luck with the book. I cannot wait to Thank dive you. in myself and, you know, just knowing that they're with us all the time. I, for me, makes me feel better. But more than anything, I love the message about going into your heart. Um, I have a grateful heart for you coming on today and I hope you have a oh, blessed sweet. day. Thank you, John, for Thank being with us today. I just had so much fun with John. He is a visionary and a light worker and so many cool things about him, but obviously I cannot wait to read his book, A Gift of Love. You know, at the end of the day, I think just to know that we're not alone in this life, anywhere we go, and sometimes our angels might even help us out of an accident, like a car accident that is. So if you guys want to check him out, you should. And remember I said on the episode, the first two who ask for it, two, I'm happy to buy you the book. So message us at gratefulheart at gmail.com. And the first two we hear from, we'll get you guys a copy. Hope you enjoy. What a great show. And thank you for joining us on our mutual journey to becoming unharmable and successful in all of our experiences while we're here in this school of life. We hope you enjoyed it. If you watched us on YouTube, please like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Likewise, if you're catching us on one of our podcast platforms, be sure to follow us so you never miss out on another one of our shows again. Remember that if you ever have a question about real estate or any of the other topics we cover, check us out on the web, www.gratefulheart.tv, for all of our links to connect with us. I'm on vacation every single day Cause I love my occupation Hey, hey, hey I'm on vacation every single day Every, every single day